Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk Podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, Soul Tribe. I'm Brandy Bolton. This is Spirit Talk. Thanks for joining me. I have a treat for you today. I chat with Aaron and Amy. They are co-hosts and co-creators of the Soul Rising podcast, and we have a chat about mediumship, about our own journeys, about other modalities and tips and tricks for budding mediums. It's such a fun time. I enjoyed talking to them so much. I hope you like listening to the conversation. If you love the podcast, please consider giving it a five-star review or a rating. And if you haven't already, join the Facebook community, Spirit Talk, A Soul Tribe, All the links to that will be in the show notes, as well as Amy and Aaron's individual links and their podcast. Without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Amy and Aaron. I am here with Amy and Aaron. Thank you so much for joining me today on Spirit Talk. Thank you for having us. I know Amy's been on uh, before, but I know I haven't, and I'm just really excited to be here. So this Mm -hmm. is a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys have Soul Rising podcast and yeah, (laughs) yeah, we've been lucky enough to hear from Amy on the show before. In fact, today I was reminded that it was exactly a year ago to to the day. So that kind of, I still can't get over that. Yeah. That is really cool. Very cool. So cool. And so many other little synchronicities that are popping up for us today. Uh, Amy, you're the first repeat guest ever. Oh, wow. Cue the confetti. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> it's funny because there's a few people that, um, uh, you know, are like repeat clients, but also have turned into great friends. And both of them, you no, know, there was three people said, hey, when you go on there, like, totally give me like a secret shout out because I found you through that podcast. Um, and one of those people, Erin, you will know as Melissa, was who was the just winner of our on air reading that we did a few months ago. Shout out. Yeah. So, came to you guys from Spirit Talk? Spirit Talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? So I think I shared with you the other day, I think there's seven people that have come, like become clients of mine, but there's three people in particular that have become like friends. Um, <sighs> So I see I we're building our tribe. Yeah. Find your tribe. And we've been Instagram buddies for a long while now. So happy to have you back. And with Erin, you. your partner in crime in the <laughs> podcast world. <laughs> yeah, we get up to a lot of shenanigans over there. <laughs> you yeah. guys have such a great podcast. I love it. Oh, thank and you. it's I mean, we touch on so many of the same things, but yet they're so different. The podcasts. Mm-hmm same but different you know yeah yeah and this is my first time having on two guests at once amazing okay well we yeah we feel really extra special then that's so cool (laughs) a little a nice full circle back with amy first two guests yeah yeah and i want to get right into it we have so much to talk about we just spoke for 
probably an hour already that will be on soul rising so we're doing a double whammy today mm-hmm. <laughs> we might overlap a little bit but that's okay let's get right into it amy has talked about how she came to mediumship on this podcast before but i don't know much about you aaron and your story have you always been a medium what yeah. brought you to this path tell us a little bit about yourself Well, I love this question, and I also love talking about it, so I'm glad you've asked. (laughs) Um, I I think I've always been a medium. I think I've always been very intuitive. I've shared this story on on our podcast, and I know Amy has heard me talk about it countless times, but I really got, um, I guess, into this when my grandfather passed away, and he passed away quite young. He was 63, and so I was... Uh, really little. I was, I don't know, 13 or maybe 12, maybe. I think, I can't remember. Maybe, I think I was in grade six. Anyways, but he, he had passed and um, I was always, you know, kind of into, I guess, spiritual stuff. I was always into like spooky things. I loved watching ghost stuff as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. We just talked about, you know, uh, witches and, and our childhood and fascination with witches as children. Um, and so that was really with me as a child. But after he passed, um, a year probably went by and I started experiencing all of these things that I could not explain. Um, and they are things that when I say them out loud, I realize how it sounds and they're very hard to believe, but they really happened to me. I remember the first experience so vividly. I was sitting down uh, in the kitchen eating a piece of toast and my plate moved about an inch or so to the left, like right in front of me, just moved. And I remember I was probably, I don't know, 13. Okay. So I was like early teenager. And I remember saying out loud, grandpa, because for some reason that was the first thing that came through. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh my gosh, this it hits him. It's him coming through saying hi. And from there, it just really snowballed. I saw, I was like about to pour myself a glass of water. The counter is totally dry. (laughs) Um, And the glass also moved. I was hearing voices that sounded like there was a a radio in the background that I couldn't quite turn the volume up on. And that would happen sporadically. It wasn't like all the time, you know. I remember being in the washroom and hearing (laughs) hearing voices, hearing like a conversation. Right. Um, and again, I couldn't make out what they were saying. I couldn't quite hear. It sounded like it was like a muffled conversation. I would, which I think is really key because I would also hear from time to time. And I know my mom has also had her own experience because this was her father who passed. We would both hear knock, knocking and it sounded like an echo. And that was really, really interesting. So that was really like what sort of catapulted me into this. And I was, I was very skeptical, but at the same time, I was very open to it. You know, you're a teenager, you're always questioning, right? I'm trying to like debunk it. I'm trying to come up with my own explanations for it. Um, And I even told this story once that I remember that I was in my bed one time and I saw a full physical like apparition of this almost angelic, she looked very like a porcelain doll. That's the best way I can describe her coming through to me, like from my wall, as I was like trying to go to sleep, 
Um, but I was fully awake and I remember like screaming at the top of my lungs. Um, and my, my dad came up and checked on me, but I remember even as I was screaming, like I had nothing to be afraid of. Um, mm. I now believe that that is one of my guardian angels um, who I like to call Rachel, um, who helps me out. And, um, yeah, very like <laughs> experiences that again, when I say out loud, they don't, they sound like, I just, I hear how it sounds. You know what I mean? I know how it, how it sounds, but because I've had all those experiences, I know that we absolutely do not die, die. Nothing ever really ends. We absolutely transition. We go somewhere after we pass away based on all of these really neat, phenomenal experiences that I had. Nothing since then has like happened to that extent. That was all like when I was much younger. But I remember my mom, in order to help her deal with the grief of her father's passing, she went to see a medium who actually became a really good friend of the family. And uh, she would tell my mom in readings, Aaron's gifted, Aaron's a medium. Hmm. To the point where I was like, okay, sure, I'm a medium. And I would, in high school, go give people readings that I thought was for fun. But I was really accurate with a lot of the information that I was giving to the point where it scared me. And I, I backed away from it. And it wasn't until my early 20s, so like almost about 10, 10 years ago, that I started giving readings again. Um, and then it just wow. grew. Yeah, from there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, synchronicity, <laughs> ding, 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 again today. It's happened over and over and over again with us, like in our voice chat and everything. You said you named your guardian angel. Rachel. Rachel. I don't know. Did she give you that name or did you just resonate? With so that that's name? another story. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear. It's basically, I don't know how uh, your listeners feel about it, but I believe that like the Ouija board, just like any other divination mm. uh, tool is a tool. Okay. So do I. Okay. Great. I've never talked about this. <laughs> Though, but yeah. We could, yeah, we, I don't know. I, yeah, I think Amy is also of similar mindset. Wow. And basically, that name came to me through we had done like a makeshift Ouija board. So, like, and when I say we, it was me and like my two friends. And we had like just like a glass upside down, like they would, you know, without the board. And we'd put numbers all the way around. We had like yes and no in the corner. Um, and it, when we were, we had her come through. Uh, it was a totally different energy. Uh, Brandy, have you mm-hmm. ever done the the Ouija board? Have you ever done yep. the board? Okay, so I don't know if you've ever connected to guides, or you can just you sort know, of. I was a kid. Okay, okay. So, you know, just endlessly curious all my life, but I have been drawn to try it again now, especially that I have developed my abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, but angel energy angel is energy. different. Oh, yeah. And, and the reason I said ding, ding, ding is because I have a cousin in spirit and her name is Rachel. And oh. she is like really angelic. She isn't wow. an angel, but she's like as people in our family always say like, oh, I, I bet Rachel's an angel. <laughs> and my my philosophy says no, but it's, it's <laughs> cool that they think that. But so when you said Rachel, I was like, oh, my God. Again? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, that and that definitely is, I mean, I would say is a little hello from her too. Yes. That's 100%. Really 
Oh, she's always the sharing. She's actually she's right here too. I just noticed oh this. This God. is the thing I like with her on there. Hi, Rachel. So, hi, Rachel. <laughs> so you said that you were scared, and this comes up a lot with mediums, where they say like natural mediums, which I think there is a little bit of a difference. Some people are born naturally gifted. I feel. I feel like both of you have that. It's almost undeniable. You can't not embrace it. That's the kind of lifetime you're both in right now. Did mm-hmm. you go through that little bit of a fear stage, Amy? My story is a little bit different because I really didn't like imb- really embrace the gifts um, and actively like take steps towards, um, you know, becoming more spiritual or developing mediumship. I didn't even really develop mediumship. Like I always say, like I was just pulled right into it. It just happened like immediately after the loss of my dad, which past listeners will know. But at age six, I had a near-death experience. Yeah. So that experience really changed a lot. I wasn't fearful. Mm -hmm. No, I would Mm -hmm. say I wasn't fearful Mm -hmm. of energy or anything like that. I was overwhelmed by energy because Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to manage Mm -hmm. it. Like I didn't know what boundaries were or that I even could set a boundary. But for me, that near-death experience was like so, although like obviously it wasn't a great experience, I was choking, Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't experience anything scary. It was just peaceful, warm, like a hug. Uh, And I absolutely felt the presence of ancestors around. So that didn't, that kind of set the tone to not be afraid of it. I was kind of afraid. I was more afraid. Like when I did start to lean into it and and, and it became apparent that it was going to be a part of my life, mm-hmm. I was more afraid of how do I make people, how can I assure I always make somebody happy? Yeah. How can mm-hmm. I assure it's always going to go the way that they want it to be? Yeah. That was where my fear mm-hmm. came from. Yeah. <laughs> Newsflash, so you can't. You can't. Yeah. That's something I learned. I can like be hydrated, rested, you know, not cranky. I can have a great day and be in a great mindset. And it really has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day. Right. I mean, not to say that things can influence you. Um, I feel like it's really important that your client and medium should mesh mm-hmm. in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But, um, I can take all those steps and at the end of the day, it's out of my hands after Mm -hmm. that. Those are the controllables. Things are very much Mm -hmm. orchestrated over there. Yeah. Like more than people even know. And that brings me to a question, actually. Do you ever find that when you're doing a reading, a spirit pops through and they're like, meh, the the sitter's like, I barely even knew them. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm really here for... Fred or whatever but the I don't know babysitter from when I'm five years old comes up what do you think's going on there I personally have a story about that I don't know if if it's okay for me to share that for me I remember doing a reading maybe about a year and a half ago two years ago Uh, the client had stated in her you know intake form that she was hoping to connect to her grandmother so we met we started the reading I felt, I definitely felt a lot of spirit come through, a lot of presence. And we got through the hour without her grandmother coming through. 
So we had like a bunch of uncles and like a bunch of different people connected to grandmother. Uh, These were her sons that came through, but not grandmother. So we got to the end of the session and I could tell there, you know, she was happy with what came through. She certainly could validate the things that came through as, you know, being fact or evidence. But I could tell there was a part of her who was like, I really wanted her to come through. So actually, I'm having a moment where I'm now wondering if she actually told me beforehand if she wanted her grandmother. I feel as if she didn't. And then at the end, when I felt her kind of energy a little bit, I asked her. We were out of time. So what I had offered was, you know what, like just because I feel this pull, this nudge, why don't we meet again like next week for like 15, 20 minutes and I will see if we can get Nanny to come through. And so we did that and as soon as I closed my my eyes, like she like waltzed on in, like her grandmother. And I'm like, where the heck were you last week? You know, like waltzing in here, like nobody's business. And she explained to me that this was like a, a bit of a lesson for the two of us in knowing that we can't like force anything to happen mm-hmm. and things have to, like there's a, their own agenda. Like you said, they're, they have their own plan over there. And at the, I always say, whoever... Like if you're just open to whomever coming in, the person that you most need to hear from likely will come through, but also, you know, the people that need to tell you something because it's going to help you in some way in in some shape or form around your current life situation. It's like bigger than we can comprehend, like Uh how everything is interconnected. Um, But she just kind of came in and she said, well, you know, it's almost like there's like a lineup. Okay. Uh And like my three sons had to talk first. And then if we went longer then I would have come through, but we didn't have time. So I kind of nudged you to offer this so I could come back and you guys Uh could both see how this works. But so that was really interesting because Uh then she just, everything came in and flowed and all the information that my client was hoping for the week before came in, but it it just taught me like how it works. Yeah. Um, And as mediums, we can feel the anticipation, the waiting, Mm -hmm. they're like waiting for that person. Does this happen for you, Erin? Do randoms come in? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, <laughs> I also sometimes feel like I get um, people for other people coming through just like uh, you're connected to them. I just need to say hi. And it's just like super quick. But I also find that it's, you know, like Amy had mentioned, it's sometimes it's the people that you off that you least expect will come mm-hmm. through first in ratings. And again, it's because there's a message for you from that. And even I find it when I give readings, not even just like connecting with spirit, but if there's like, or um, people who have passed away, if there's like, uh, you know, an area in their life that I'm supposed to go into before the other thing that they want to go into, I, ha- I have to cover it first because yeah. otherwise they're going to pull, spirit pulls me back into that topic no back matter to what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That yeah. happens. And multiple spirits, yeah, have the same kind of message for the person in a different, yeah. unique way. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Do you guys get guide messages for your sitters? Oh, yeah. 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 And I, I usually feel like, uh, you know, it's sometimes it's I, what I've often gotten the feeling from with spirit guides is that it might not necessarily be like a specific spirit guide but it's more of like a collective Mm -hmm. energy um like it's all of the guides it's that whole you know that um the collective coming through for for messages um Mm -hmm. 
sometimes, yes, I feel like there are specific guides that pop through, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like in some ways, because when we pass, it's just, we're energy, you know, right. That Mm -hmm. we let go of that ego, that human stuff. But I feel like sometimes they give us names, they give us identities so that we can, you know, Mm -hmm. associate that with this spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To help us. Yeah. Understand. I was going to say that too. Like when I do intuitive guidance and I'm connecting to a person's energy living Mm -hmm. person, I feel as if their guides are absolutely like relaying the information to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then sometimes I will actually get like a picture, an image of them in my mind's eye. I'm remembering one in particular. Of the guide. Um, of the guide yeah. and it, it was male. He had red hair. Uh, his, he gave me a name. It was clear as day. His name was Daniel. And the, uh, and the, the client, you know, just started to like sob. And I said, like, why, like, wh- what is it? Like, why is this touching you mm-hmm. so much? And she had had this actual person in her life from like five or six years before red hair, Daniel, mm-hmm. who she always thought like, you have been sent here by the heavens to save me, you know, like he, he was a part of her life at a very pivotal moment and really helped her mm-hmm. um, kind of get out of a, a rough situation. And she said, so the fact that I always kind of thought he was like my angel in some way in, in human form, the fact that I actually have a spirit guide named Daniel with red hair, <laughs> like it blew her mind, but sometimes it will come in really clear like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but most of the time it's more like I just feel this collective guide energy from them. Sometimes I'll ask, like, they'll say, can you tell me what they look like? Because Mm -hmm. like Aaron said, then you, then you've got like a visual and a name and then it's like easy for you to like intentionally connect to them. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 People do want that a specific way to connect. And I do really resonate, resonate with that. I got to see my guide for the first time when I was young and uh, he still appears the same way it's beautiful but it's funny going back to what you said Erin in kind of channeling a collective of the guides for people mm-hmm. I do find myself saying like they 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 they, they. <laughs> the sitters sometimes like what yeah I'll have to like stop and explain sometimes like there's not one individual I can tie down here it's yeah. it's a they situation um <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely but also individual as well it just yeah. depends on what they need right? I was just gonna say yeah yeah it depends and on the need. spirit guides everybody has their own philosophy I think there is spirit guides they're with you for their life but we can be guided by all kinds of different things like angels, maybe mm-hmm. like departed loved ones. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily a guide guide, like what yeah. I would call a spirit guide, but we have all kinds of different guides. Right? Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. and, and Rachel was really interesting because I had I had really good validation and confirmation with her because I had been wanting to connect to my angels. Um, that was an intention that I, I had put out there. And when I had a reading, um, with somebody, she said to me, I have an angel here for you, but they're not going to give me their name until the end of the reading. And I thought, oh, that's fine. Okay. And lo and behold, the reading goes on. She goes, do you have any questions? And I said, you know, I've been trying to figure out the name of one of my guides. And she goes, isn't that funny? She goes, do you remember at the beginning? And I said, oh my God, I totally forgot. And I did. I completely forgot. 
and uh, I, she said something about the, like an R initial or something. And I was like, well, I, okay, now I know, I know, you know, I know who it is. <gasps> oh, and it was just yeah. really cool. And I had my angel candle too out. And so it was just, yeah, it was lovely. Amazing. Yeah. So do you, do you both feel that we all have angels, individual angels? I don't, ourselves I don't know maybe necessarily if they're individual angels just like I don't feel like we necessarily have individual guides um I, you know I don't think like uh, these are my guides versus your guides or you know Amy's guides I think that we can kind of share guides and again like we all come from source we're all you know made up of the same energy and so ultimately you know it's we're just one big ball energy yeah I don't Mm -hmm. know if that answers your question but and the guides are learning themselves as well I feel Mm -hmm. they're on their soul's journey too they're learning through guiding us like through our experiences I think yeah 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 absolutely I I don't think the growing stops here on earth I think we continue to grow and learn uh even over there wherever (laughs) that is (laughs) I was just gonna ask a quick question because you talked about learning you have you ever like connected to spirit or to a guide and they've brought up earth school mm-hmm. and that's all right not earth school spirit school yeah like that they're that they're learning that they're over learning. There, oh, like, oh absolutely yes. education. yes mm-hmm. yes yeah. they mm-hmm. showed me like them in an actual classroom actually it was that they were becoming a teacher in a specific topic um having like come like almost graduating yeah in there in the spirit school like, we're in earth school our soul yeah. is yeah. now <laughs> but there's also souls yes and I've said it to sitters and when it comes through and it's it resonates with them it makes sense to them mm-hmm. that their loved one would want to learn whatever whatever it was I don't even know there is specific topics I think or yeah yeah I mean, yeah, just ways yesterday. to help people. Exactly. Well, just yesterday, I was going to say, um, just yesterday I was giving a reading and I was like, I really, and bringing in this person who had passed away. And I said, I don't know if they were almost a counselor in this life, but I really truly feel like over there, they're counseling souls. They're count, they're doing some counseling um, or providing, yeah, for other, other souls. Do you find cool. that, Amy? Do you ever... Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I just connected to somebody the other day and we did a, a reading for um, a dog in spirit. Mm-hmm. So the dog had been, you know, had to be put down. It was literally like less than 48 hours before this reading. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. But this, this person came through, like without giving too many pers- personal details, this person came through that I, I kept mistaking. I was like, it's very fatherly energy. I keep hearing father, but he's not your father. He was a priest. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was wild. And he actually was the one that was involved orchestrating her rescuing the dog in the first place. And he was the person that welcomed the dog on the other side. But he also had a bunch of animals, uh, including one that she knew of as like his actual dog Mm -hmm. that he had in life. And his, he made me feel as if part of his role was in um, helping animals with like healing. It was really, I got like my hair, my arm hairs were standing up as I talk about him. It was really beautiful. That's funny. I found out about an animal my grandfather had through doing practice readings. I had no idea. And this friend now we're friends we were sharing readings over the phone and she's like 
a brown horse. There's a brown horse. I'm like, mm. you know, he was around animals, I guess, but I don't know. And then I was at my grandma's house. This was not long before she passed. She was ill with cancer. And so I was visiting her, looking through photo albums. She was really good at keeping her photos organized and stuff. And I see my grandpa on a brown horse. Well, it was black and white photo. But And I'm like, what's this horse? Oh, yeah. He would take that to town. He loved that horse. He didn't drive around. He rode the horse around. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I, I had to text my friend right away and be like, you know that time you picked up a horse in spirit? Yeah, that was real. I'm sorry I didn't know about it, but hey. <laughs> yeah. And since then, he's come through quite a few times and that's like one of my symbols for my grandpa, the brown horse, which brown is funny because I never even knew about it when he was alive. Wow. It's kind of testimony that we can get to know our loved ones when they're crossed over still even. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. I love and that. interestingly too, we are all mediums and we all kind of came to it after a death of a cl- mm-hmm. close loved one. I mean, Amy and I had talked about it too, and we find that that's quite a common um, theme with the mediums. Yeah. What do you think's going on there? For me personally, like, because it was the loss of my dad, Mm -hmm. and I've shared, been very honest, like this relationship wasn't always the best or the most healthy in life. And I always, you know, wanted support. I always Mm -hmm. wanted to be seen by him. Mm. And so for me... I it was going to make me cry. I feel like that's directly, it's like connected to why his passing was the catalyst for me waking up in, in this way. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's, it, it, I've gotten to know him in a different way. And like, I've even had conversations where I was like, I know you see me now and I get mm-hmm. you and you get me. And like, this is what I always wanted. And now I have it. Beautiful. Um, but it makes sense why he was the one. Like it had to be his passing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I see almost passing in a different way. Like I see how things maybe are, I don't want to say destined to happen, but like happen, this happens and then this and this and this will happen because of that. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like there's something to that as well. Yeah. And I feel like that that's so comforting me to me because it gives me a trust in divine like it's Mm -hmm. all happening in a way that it's meant to Mm -hmm. and even if it doesn't make sense or it's hurtful or painful in the moment yeah Yeah. in time it will make sense Mm -hmm. and it maybe it won't make sense until we're actually in spirit too you know when we have our life review but it it will in some way make sense I love that I feel like a lot of people think that everything will make sense after you pass away and I'm not really of that belief I'm always like well why do you think we have lots of lives it takes (laughs) a long ass time to learn some lessons (laughs) because it's almost like we come in and like for the most part I feel like there's like a veil like we kind of forget a lot and I I feel like that's purposeful in a way yeah Yeah. Yeah. like our, our situations and experiences are set before us or potential probabilities set before us so that we can have the experience with then gives us Mm -hmm. what we need in order to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing so you know what I thought of Erin you said that after your grandfather died you had like paranormal stuff wild when things are moving dishes are moving around Mm -hmm. 
I think back and when I first discovered, oh yeah, I have mediumistic abilities here. What's going on? It was in my face, like getting knocked over the head with it. You can't deny it. And it has kind of tapered down. I think that's because I've learned to trust this is real. What do you Mm -hmm. think? Amy, did you get it hit over the head at the beginning with like, oh, you can't deny this. It's, it's, this is happening. Like Aaron's plate moving. (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't so much like paranormal stuff. I haven't really experienced too many paranormal things that I can think of. Like there was one time that I remember being really, really like emotionally upset about something and crying. And this was probably 15 years ago. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw like an apparition. I would say it's like energy, just shape. That's paranormal, Amy. I guess it looked like a shadow to me. A shadow. <laughs> I, it looked like a shadow. I mean, yeah, I haven't yeah. even had like lights flickering and plates. No, I know. Like that. It looked like a shadow, and I instinctually yeah. knew that that was my grandfather, mm-hmm. like the same stature and everything. And then after one of my cats passed away, the day that he he passed away, I went and had a bath, and I kept seeing him out of the corner of my eye, mm-hmm. um, but he wasn't there. And now I know that that was his energy but my experience in like really kind of being I feel like pushed through the door of mediumship it wasn't like a slow and steady thing it was like boom was like around the circumstances of my father's passing Mm -hmm. so passed away in a in another province and I was told like there's no way you can get here in time um so I had to say goodbye over the phone Mm -hmm. and you know in that he had been on life support because he had his he had passed away they brought they got his heart beating again but there was like no brain activity or anything like that. So we knew that he was going to pass. And as I was saying goodbye, I was in my mind's eye experiencing what was happening. Like I I felt as if I was getting a bird's eye view of his body. Like I felt like I was seeing maybe what he was seeing in spirit. So I saw his, you know, body in, in the bed. I saw who was in the room, what they were wearing, what the room number was, what the nurse's name was written on the whiteboard I saw all I saw all these things I didn't process it in the moment because I was obviously saying goodbye to my dad but within you know a couple days or something I was like so that was a thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was actually experienced and it was very very quick after that like it was that happened and then you know it was a year of me kind of connecting to people when I talked to them I'd I'd feel their mother or their grandmother and I just knew to trust it it all just came like pouring in Mm -hmm. amazing uh yeah but it took about a year for me to be comfortable enough to like offer this as a service that's not even that long it's not I don't know considering I didn't like do any like courses or anything it was just my own like practice yeah yeah that's amazing. Yeah. Have you ever been yeah. able to do that where you can see, what do they call that? Remote oh, viewing. Oh, remote viewing. Yup. You have? <laughs> yeah. I mean, as intentionally. Was, no. I, okay. Um, in fact, so I was, uh, like before I've, I've met my current partner, um, mm-hmm. I was seeing somebody else, like, I don't know, years and years ago. And I feel like I got this image of like him talking to his friend about breaking up with me because mm-hmm. I was supposed to get a heads up in some way. Cause I, that usually doesn't happen. Um, it's not like I'm, you know, I think maybe if I intentionally wanted to remote view, I, pro- you know, maybe I could, I could, but I just, I felt like I was kind of 
I felt like things were off. And then all this with no reason, right? I didn't have any reason to believe this person would end things. Um, and then all of a sudden I, I was shown this image of him talking to his friend in a, a room. The walls were a certain color. I couldn't remember. I can't remember specifically now what the, the color of the walls were. And then the next day he came over to end things, like it. literally the next day. And I said, were you talking to your friend yesterday about it by any chance? And were the walls this color? And he was like, yes. <laughs> Go see, witch. maybe I didn't. Yeah, which that's, it's the same person. So it was really funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to our other podcasts on there. You could, yeah, you can find out that story. But yeah. Cool. Anyways, that's that story. I don't know if, if you or Amy have um, remote viewing well, experiences. I lo- well, I think that re- Amy did do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you were say, I think that I do, but I'm not like intentionally saying, okay, now I'm going to like remotely yeah. view yeah. something. But yeah. I think. Okay. I, I have. I haven't yeah. done the remote viewing um, naturally. It sounds like yours are tied to big life events with emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like me trying to do it. So I can't validate it. Well, maybe I will when I die. But for me, it's like about a past life thing. I keep getting these flashes of memories of a past life. I think it was a particularly hard thing. And I've carried some stuff in. Um, Like, for example, fear of heights and some stuff into this life. Yeah. And so I've had like vivid dreams of the death and everything. It's me in a different body. And it's so interesting to me that I try to go there to the place. It's like in... um, I don't know, Omen or Yemen, like in the Middle East. I'm like, let me just go over there to remote view so I can find it on a map. <laughs> Not that I ever can. And but I do get remote view of the mountains. It's really neat. Oh wow. Yeah. I think I have actually, now that we're talking, I didn't like think of it that way. I thought of it was more like I'm connecting to that person's energy. Mm-hmm, yeah. But like there was a, maybe like six weeks ago, there was somebody, I won't give details because it's like a personal thing, but there was somebody that was kind of like missing, mm-hmm. like didn't show up for work kind of thing mm-hmm. within my area. And my husband was like, hey, like, do you think you can like tap in and see if you can get anything? And I got kept getting images of like water and also like somebody like something to do with somebody's legs or something. And so that's what I told him. And he was kind of like, okay, that's not helpful. You know, because like they they, so, they were like, they checked all the water. Like the, he didn't like fall in the ditch when he was running. Like, I, I don't know what you're getting. But eventually he was found. Um, he was having a mental health crisis. Uh, he was found in running water. Um, mm-hmm. And had injured his leg. So I do feel as if I was like mm-hmm. probably remote viewing that with like not getting, there wasn't details. Like getting, I didn't know like, in that that there was a shower. Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. see a shower, but I knew that he was like, there, I could hear running water. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I've done that, that water a number connected. of times too with missing yeah. people and stuff. I mean, well, we talked earlier about not tuning into people without their permission. I know. That's I the one time that I do. If there's That's like the a one missing... time I did right there. Yeah. And normally I won't. Because sometimes people will reach out to me and say, can like this person is my, my third cousin or something in Oklahoma is missing. Can you tap in? And I, I, I normally like don't. Mm. it makes me nervous like it feels like such a huge responsibility like I don't know what it is but those few times I've been asked they said if the family like gives me permission I will yeah. and like it just hasn't like, come to that where they've reached out yeah. and mm-hmm. done that and so I don't know I never thought about it I'm like that guy didn't give me his his, his permission to do that but 
Yeah. Have you ever helped out like the police with anything? I haven't personally. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Maybe one day. I have emailed the police before about a certain really situation. Whoa. And did not hear back. Yeah. Um, I feel like they do have their people on the down low though. Oh yeah. Well, I gave them, I don't, I thought, I think it's okay to share. I'm not going to give details, but I gave a reading to a a detective once and that was, and yeah, that was really, and uh, at the end he had a question, there was a uh, question about a certain case. Whoa. And, and they didn't give me specific details. They only gave me what was knowledgeable to the public. Uh um and uh I don't know I haven't heard back but who knows (laughs) but um that was really interesting that was the only the only time I don't know if I'd want to do because I know there's mediums that do help out with missing person or like cases I don't know if if that's if I'd if if that's what I should I don't know I don't know if I would I don't know if it's my thing either yeah I don't, I don't necessarily feel like it's part of my path. Yeah. Like I feel like I, I'm meant I, to help I, in a different way. And I think yeah. it's because I feel, re- I don't know. I feel there's something about it that I just don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. It's a very yeah. specific thing. Yeah. Like, it feels hugely like the huge responsibility. Like, I don't know what it is, but then I also get in my head about, but if I have this ability and I could tap into it, then why wouldn't I want to help? Right. So it's yeah. like this very back and forth. Yeah. There's so many avenues within mediumship even that you can yeah. go down. And yeah, I feel like people get their calling and yeah, maybe that's not any of ours, but I respect yeah. the people that oh, do. Oh, absolutely. Really stories. Absolutely. Yeah. I know there's a Canadian medium who she literally worked at, I don't know if it was police station or the RCMP, but like worked there. Like a few, I don't know what her role was. She was not a member of police or RCMP um, and actually became aware of her mediumship ability because she saw a spirit attached wow. to this officer. Oh, she yeah. saw spirits attached. Like when she would interact with the, like the, the police of the police she would, she would tune feel, in she would tune into the spirits the that cases. were connected to them and yep. cases wow and like yeah 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 actually that has happened to me we talked on your podcast about going through public places and do we get information are we mind readers no in no way are psychics and mediums nine mind readers and nor would we want to be i don't think <laughs> the they you know around. the reader would want that. yeah no <laughs> or no. the the client sorry yeah no. But mm-hmm. I have got, oh, this person has a baby with yeah. them. Or this person yeah. has a grandfather with them. Yeah. Have you guys got that? Yeah. 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 I pick yeah. up on spirit babies a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like I'll pick up on, like I think I'm now like 12 for 12 um, where I'll say, I remember once I was doing like a, a group reading for five ladies. It was a mother and her four daughters and we were connecting to husband's father in yeah. spirit. And I kept like looking towards the one on the far left. And I said, I, I kind of brought it up in a, like a very tactful way. And yeah. I just kind of asked about potential children. And she was kind of like, maybe one day, but like definitely not anytime soon. And I said, okay, I just, I feel like there's this male baby that's around. I feel like your dad is referring to this baby and that he has him. And it, and he's just kind of joking around. Like, if you don't want this to happen right now, then just like, be careful. Yeah. Um, and about 
I don't know, a month later, her husband reached out to me and he's like, so she's pregnant. She was pregnant then. She didn't know. Uh Um, And then like last (laughs) Christmas, they messaged me and they said, it was like they did a gender reveal on a onesie, a Christmas. And they're like, so it's a boy. You said it was a boy. And so I love when that happens. I love when that happens. There's babies for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I have the same thing. Only she did know she had found out the day before. So, and it yeah. was at the very end of her reading and her father was in spirit and had come through. And yeah. I said, oh, actually he's holding a baby. Hmm. This is your baby. And she started crying. She's like, yeah. yes, it is. Oh. She had just found out. Oh. <laughs> so that was so cool. So cool. But here's my question. Do you find, because this is happening for me all the time, that you get the sitters who are supposed to be for you because there's so much in common. Like, for example, I'll just say right now, there's a lot of um, drug related. I can spot an addict or somebody who's had addiction in their life or mm-hmm. father or mother or it, addiction or pa- or mm-hmm. spirits who have passed away of addiction mm-hmm. because it's close to me. It's close to my heart. Mm-hmm. And almost Every single sitter, well, maybe not everyone, but it's coming at me. Like, okay, so he um, passed away of an overdose? Yes. (laughs) It's just something I can pick up because it's in my life. Do things that are in your life come through in the reading? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we had a perfect example with one of the, uh, with our, the live reading that we did. And we had talked about that with uh, with Melissa and um, where I was, you know, getting one thing, but I didn't quite get it. And then because Amy understood the reference and it was a movie reference, it came to me, it came, yeah. it came to Amy to finish. <laughs> it was like, oh, she doesn't get it. <laughs> she, the second part is for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really beautiful how it came and through. And so it was they like- were speaking to you through movies. Yeah, like I hadn't seen the movie, and so, but Amy knew about it. There was that. So we were doing an on-air reading on a podcast, like somebody had one. Actually, Melissa, who found us through you, (laughs) through your podcast. Um, She's listening right now then. Hi, Melissa. Yeah, she's definitely, she's probably, (laughs) hi, Melissa. So her, her, I think she's, and she's also said we can share whatever we want. Like she's an open book. Her brother came through. And I don't, I think we got right away that it was a brother, mm-hmm. but Aaron was like talking about his, gla- like something about glasses. glasses or something. And then I said, I'm also seeing like somebody like taking off their glasses, putting it back on, taking off their glasses. And I, and I had asked like, did, was he like forgetful about his glasses? Like, did he always lose them? Like, I don't know what this is about. And she was kind of like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. And then I, in that moment, I was seeing the scene from my girl. So if you're familiar with that mm-hmm. movie. Um, from then I feel like it's the glasses broke yep yes and so I said okay I just have to put this out there I'm seeing the scene from my girl are you familiar with that movie and right away I could tell it was moving her I know the scene now yeah and yeah and she's like keep going and I said you know when like he's stung by the bees and he he's in the, the coffin and beta has to go in and like say goodbye to him and he doesn't have his glasses on and she's freaking out that he doesn't have his glasses on and Melissa was like, that was profound. And I will share with you why. So 
her brother, first of all, she showed me pictures of him. Looked like Macaulay Culkin from that time period, right? <laughs> I think her brother passed away in the early 90s. So we're like in the same time period. Mm-hmm. And when she went in, he passed away as a child also, I should say. When she went in and she saw him in the hospital and he had passed, he didn't have his glasses on. Mm-hmm. And she freaked out. And she's like, where is his glasses? Like, he can't see without his glasses. Exactly. And so the like, same thing. And so she's always associated that My Girl reference to her brother. And in fact, before the reading, some of she was talking about like, well, I'm doing this today and I'm really excited. Some of her friends were kind of skeptical and they said, okay, well, if she brings up a reference to my girl, then I'll believe in it. <laughs> like that's what came yeah. through. That's what the exact thing came through. So it's like, but Aaron didn't have the re- point of reference for my the girl. Like, he might have yeah. seen the scene and not known what it was. Yeah, but I did. Mm-hmm. So he like moved. Oh, like, I just I find love that, that you guys yeah. working together mm-hmm. because. It's bringing like double the references that you can pull in. I think that can happen with mediums. I think that we can both. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Link up. Yeah. That's happened. Amy and I have done group readings and that's happened. Absolutely. It happens when we pull cards on the the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny you talk about the movies because I do, I love to watch TV and watch movies. I just always have. It's my little escape. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think people who think mediums need to be pure and clean and meditate all the time. It's like, no, that's not how it goes. We're humans. But I do get those pop culture or whatever Mm -hmm. references coming up. A lot of times it's for the name Oh, so and it took me forever to figure that out. Mm -hmm. I would get a little flash of, say, I don't know, Kim Kardashian, yeah, and I'd be like, Why am I seeing it? And I wouldn't even say it because I have no idea why I'm getting it. Finally, I'm just like, Okay, I'm seeing Kim Kardashian. Oh, well, her name was Kim. Do you know that's happened to me? But it was with Tom Selleck, and not only it was, it came across as a joke. I'm like, Your father is like this full of charisma like he's he's like totally a ladies man he's making he's like making me laugh so bad and I said he keeps showing me Tom Selleck like you know when Tom Selleck like old pictures where he's got like his chest out and I said like first of all I, I I feel as if the name was Tom right with with but not only that he looked very similar like had that same kind of 80s vibe mm, yeah um it, so like yeah I get that pop culture reference as as a way to say like I'm just like this. I looked just like this. Sometimes it can come across as a joke too. Yeah. Um, which will make sense to the client. Cause of like yeah, that he totally would have said that or joked yeah. about that. Yeah. 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 Or like he wishes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> some, Do you find that are so you're just the right person for that mm-hmm. person to come to? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that work? Spirit makes them come onto your page and be like, Oh, this medium resonates with me have you feel ever like had we know when they're not the right person you haven't ever no I feel like we know when they're not the right oh, person. oh. and we've yeah. had that we've had conversations where we know yeah mm-hmm. yeah we get a heads up before when we're meant to yeah I, I direct somewhere else yeah oh. yeah it's only happened like I think once for me and it happened for you a couple times and I think I think Aaron there was a time where you like kind of let it go and like 
did it anyways yeah. and then you realize oh yeah totally shouldn't have done that mm. yeah yeah um so like had to reschedule or what was going on there um I don't re- I've turned like I've connected with somebody who I immediately knew like when we were chatting like mm-hmm. before they even booked this is not a good fit for me mm-hmm. like it was like I felt in my body I could mm-hmm. feel almost anxiety and tension mm-hmm. and it was a heads up and and then I kind of like let it go and I should have said something in some way. I didn't know how to do it. Like I don't, I, ha- I don't want to like upset somebody. It's kind of like, how do you say, no, I don't want to do a reading for you. And so I didn't say anything. And then she, this person ended up booking and then it like didn't work out. It was like, a lot just, of stuff happened. we didn't even meet. Yeah. It was just, there was a lot of scheduling craziness and it just a lot of frustration it didn't work and I thought to myself oh I definitely shouldn't have even got to this point so then when that person was trying to reschedule a third time mm-hmm. I had to say I I don't think that I'm the right medium for you and I feel like that was a huge lesson from my own guides for mm-hmm. me that I had to learn how to do that yeah. and the person was obviously a little bit upset at the time but about a week later I got a message saying I just want to thank you for that because I was hurt at the time but like she personalized it, right? Which is normal. Mm-hmm. I think we all would. Oh, yeah. But she said, I see now that you actually are acting from a place of integrity because you knew that I wasn't the right person for you and you didn't want to just take my money and give me a crappy reading. Mm-hmm. So thank you mm-hmm. for, and I referred her to other people, but that's only happened once. Yeah. I think maybe twice I've had a feeling about somebody. For the most part, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. That's almost why I don't have official offerings for readings because I'm like, you know what? They'll come. The right people will come. It's like almost so much pressure. It's true. You're (laughs) going to attract the people that are meant to come to you for readings. And I always, you know, and I think that even if this person, maybe I'm not connecting as well. And I, I mean, I'm, this is just my own thing, but if I can't connect to that person's energy, if nothing that I'm saying is resonating within, you know, 15, 20 minutes, right. I I give full refunds to people. I say, listen, like this isn't obviously, you know, I might not be the right fit for you. And that's, that's okay. You know, that's okay. okay. I'm going to, I'll refer you to other folks. There's a lot of lovely people that you can try. And it's, it's nobody's fault. You know, sometimes I think maybe the, the energy is just not aligned. I sometimes feel like it's like, you know, finding the right hairdresser or finding the right therapist, you know, you got to find somebody that kind of aligns with your energy sometimes so that everything just flows. Everything just flows. Uh Right. But you want. Yeah. 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 I find that most people I do do readings for are on such a similar wavelength as Mm -hmm. I am. It's like, Okay. We get each other. This will work. <laughs> I seem to attract, I would say 80% of my clientele are people that have lost their fathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they're reading my website and they're like, oh, she's lost her dad too, or what it is. A bit of but everything. it's a commonality. Uh, yeah, I, I yes. would say it's definitely a, a commonality for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. I, I find, and just to go back to your question, Brandy, like I find earlier, I think you were asking about, um, you know, do you find that things, people come into your life that are kind of, there's things, similar things going on in your life um, mm-hmm. that match theirs. And I, I do find that. I find that sometimes mm-hmm. people come in and spirit showing me examples of things that have already happened to me. 
And I'm like, this yeah. is just like this thing that happened to me. <laughs> you know, and this is what they're showing me. And so I'm going to go into this a little bit, you know? Um, yes. And I, I, I definitely find that, or I find like, if I'm asking a question for my own thing, whether I realize yeah. it in the moment or not, I can reflect back on it. Um, and I think, oh, that was also a message for me, wasn't it? I also yeah. needed to hear that, didn't I, spirit? Yeah. Oh, I get it. I see you. Okay. Yep. We're, we're doing a double uh, whammy here. Yeah. Double learning yeah. going on. Yeah. I've had that so many times to the point now where as it's coming through, usually from a guide or some kind of a higher being, I'm like, oh, I tell the sitter, I'm, t- sitter, I'm talking to myself as well as you right now. Here's yeah. the collective message <laughs> for the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> this is the lesson we're getting right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. So um, you guys are both a mediums. You both do that professionally. What other kind of modalities, if any, attract you? Not that we go and do it professionally, but what other things that are like spiritual fun things attract you? I mean, well, I, (laughs) I would like to um, get really good at just getting messages, I think, through the Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've talked about her before. And if your listeners are also interest, interested, um, maybe in, in hearing about a different perspective on the board, I highly recommend um, her. This person, her name is Karen A. Dahlman. She has a YouTube channel. They call okay. her a Ouija-ologist. Um, she's like a member of the historical Ouija board society, um, knows a lot of information, but she uses the board and she uses it to contact her spirit guides or to she calls them the guides, um, which is a collective energy. And for her, they've never been in human form. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just pure love and that's what she connects to through the board. And so you can look up on her YouTube. She has a board partner and they just get messages. Like it's so fast. It's so fast. And a lot of the things they'll write it down and then they read it after. And it's profound. It is. I'm going down that rabbit hole. Honestly. And she's just. I get, um, (laughs) ascended master vibes when you say what she's connecting into. Yes. And she's even mentioned that on different podcasts too. Okay. Cause I'm a huge fan girl and I listen to. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Oh, good. I love it. I love getting introduced to new things and new, I've been drawn to it recently as well. Thinking in my Catholic roots, I was taught absolutely evil. Right. right? So Mm -hmm. when I did do it, I was, a little bit like I shouldn't be doing this. So I do want to revisit that as a full grown adult. Yeah. I, well, I think yeah. too, there's a lot with, um, sorry, Amy, I know I'm going on, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's a lot to, um, with the, the board, like, you know, I think Hollywood has definitely taken this amazing thing, right. And marketed in such a really smart way, right? To say, this will sell, right? Scary sells. This is what we're going to do with it. It's interesting because they find that there have been, there was a big shift too with the board and a lot of people saying it was evil when the Exorcist movie came out. Mm-hmm. There's like a huge, yeah, shift. And they're selling it in kids' stores. Yeah. Yeah. They sell the Toys R Us. Yeah. You can get it next to Candyland or whatever. But it's yeah. the same thing. It's like, 
Okay, Ouija boards, <laughs> mediums, ghosts, tarot all cards. these things are tainted. Tarot cards yeah, by Hollywood. Absolutely. To be scary yeah. or to be, be scary and not really what good. it is. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why I like that Netflix comes out lately with cool things like Tyler's show mm-hmm. is yeah. really amazing because it's much more authentic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Amy, what kind yeah. of modalities? Are that I'm interested too? in. Yeah. Um, I'm really interested in human design and gene keys. Yes. Um, You've been all over your that, stories about that. That's going to let us funny. I just had a conversation about this day, um, about somebody like the universe is sending me breadcrumbs. In fact, human design even came up on my radar before I even really knew what human design was. I was channeling information about somebody's human design in a intuitive guidance reading wow yeah and then I was like wait a second I've kind of heard of this human design Mm -hmm. thing I think I should learn more about it so I've been self-studying human design and gene keys for about a year and a half now I've been hearing loud and clear from the universe and from people just like popping into my dms that it's time for me to start offering that as a service amazing Uh, in fact right before this podcast somebody messaged me about it and then we got to talking about like this fear of being an expert and like needing to be an expert yep but like you are an expert through your own like lived experiences right and also that people book you they hire you Mm -hmm. (laughs) not necessarily just the topic so human design and gene keys are something that i'm really down the rabbit hole about I'm also really into astrology. I've been reading a lot of astrological kind of books um, through the lens of like psychology, though, mm. which is interesting. And um, I'm keep getting hits about Reiki. So I do feel like it's something that I'm going to do. Um, funny enough, the first reading I ever had like 10 years ago, it was a phone reading. And the person was like in Los Angeles or something. And she said, Ricky will be a part of your life. You have healing hands. And I didn't even know what Reiki was, but. Reiki yeah. hit me over the head for years. It was like, I love it. figure yeah. it out. We're giving you <laughs> <Yeah>. signs. <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> it was a little bit of the uh, witch wound with Reiki and with mediumship yeah. for me. That's why it took yeah. forever. But I absolutely adore Reiki. It's amazing. It's, it's funny because there's this other person. I feel like it's okay to give her a shout out. She wouldn't mind. She's going to be a future podcast uh, uh, guest, actually. Cool. You might follow her. Her name's Kate on uh, Instagram. She's the Oracle Lightworker. Do you guys follow each other, yes. Brandy? Yeah. Okay. So Kate is Reiki master, right? Yeah. And so she has done, I think, I've taken part of at least three of her. She'll do like a free Holy Ocean Fire um, yeah. Reiki session. Cool. and. I did one with her two weeks ago, which was the third one that I had taken part of. And every time I take part in one of her sessions, the two of us connect energetically, like in our meditations where we know the other one is there. Mind (laughs) melt, soul melt. Yep. Yes. And all of this stuff comes in and it's just actually like, that's where a lot of starseed stuff came in for Mm -hmm. me on the last one that I did. But all this stuff came in. And she said to me like that she felt like I was connected in this Reiki energy in some way. And Mm -hmm. so I feel Mm -hmm. like because like like the downloads are potent, like even more than if I just sat here and tried to like meditate by myself. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. the information flows. And it's I think it's because of the Reiki is the one that's Reiki is the thing that's moving the energy. And so I feel like just because of how potent the information is and how fluid it is and how interconnected it is Mm because sometimes I'll see something 
like in the last one I did, there's an opportunity after you journal about what came through to share. And some of the things I was sharing about, like, you know, a bunch of other people were like, by the way, the same thing came up for me. So I just feel yeah. like all of this is telling me there's something for me in Reiki. Mm-hmm. Completely. Yeah, so, I feel like yeah. uh, when we first met, or we've never met, but <laughs> <laughs> technology screws me up. I feel like I'm stuck in the past sometimes when if I haven't met somebody in person, it's almost not real. I, but we I, are haven't, met I haven't met anyone yeah. in person. <laughs> it's so real. But we were connecting and you actually did like a like a mediumship reading for me like quickly and you I was like hey how are you and you're like oh I'm just not well I have like a headache and and I I'm like oh let me send you Reiki (laughs) and And it was it's a magic band-aid I swear yeah and I thought about that actually when you were I don't know if it was in this episode or the the one that we recorded before on Soul Rising about your grandfather because your grandfather came through to me and I the thing that I remember the most it's like when you were talking about him I almost felt like Mm. like he popped in for a moment because yeah. I was reminded of that and like the wind chimes that came through and that. Yeah, you banged on my grand- yeah. grandfather so much. I can't talk right now. My brain is dead. That's okay. You banged We've been on. Doing a lot of talking. You got it bang on. Um, yeah. Because you said he'll bring you wind chimes, the sound of wind chimes, like that's a symbol. And whew, wind chimes, like three neighbors. Right outside. What? Right outside. Time. You could hear, it's yeah. like it wasn't even windy it was like mid-afternoon my windows were all wide open because it was a nice day and she goes yeah and he'll bring you wind chimes and ding 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 and then like you heard them several like different there. ones outside yep i mean you yeah, want to talk about remember. paranormal like that's really cool <laughs> yeah like that. i don't think of these things that way yeah, like i almost neither don't do think I. Of things like that as paranormal because they're just normal to me like they're well, just yeah but yeah i gotta start writing things down well this is why I have an online journal because I can just get my phone and I have a little things that happen synchronicities or whatever yes and I'll just write out a sentence just to remind me but I've stopped doing that I started it when I was early in development of mediumship and psychic abilities so I need to start that back up again because I'm forgetful I just like oh I don't know. I still do. I have what's called an evidence journal and I'll like, I'll yeah. write little bits and pieces and then I'll revisit it. Oh, okay. That's what that dream meant. Yeah. Or, you know, and just for me, because even though we're professional mediums, we still get in our head about things. We still like that. Right. That we're human. <laughs> we're beings, human. You know? Right. Yeah. So there's times where I'm like, I don't know. And then I'm like, look at your evidence journal. It's been telling you the same thing for six months now. Yeah. So I think Ashes that's away really the yeah. skeptic. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good tip for people. Do an evidence journal. There's lots of yeah. That's how I started out too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just and write things you down. Just see and... patterns. Exactly. Exactly. See the patterns, yeah. and, and then it like builds confidence. Like, okay, like maybe I can actually trust myself because I've been getting this message for six months now. It didn't make sense then, but it does now. Yeah. So then, in time, you become like more apt to the first time the message comes into act without waiting six months yeah because you can trust yourself which is a huge key to development and getting to another level with trust yeah right? yeah that's what it is I feel like it's trusting in yourself yeah yeah so we've been babbling for a while now a lot of them let's leave on that note a lot of the listeners are 
really interested in their own spiritual abilities, what advice do you have for them if they're newly developing or curious about starting to? For me, my number one piece would be to keep an evidence journal. Okay. Like that's my number one tip to surround yourself with like-minded folks. If you don't have any in person in your life, I never did. If you can join groups in different places, listen to podcasts. Go on Instagram. Um, go on Instagram, <laughs> look for people. You know, you just, there's just something to that. And, and you'll learn a lot from that. And just even being in the energy of other people that get you mm-hmm. or have had similar experiences is, is such a bonding thing. And I think that helps normalize um, what you're going through as well. So I think those would be my my top to like, and it's it's a lot of trust. It's it just is trust because I I truly believe that we all have the ability to communicate to our past loved ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I and sometimes I'll say that, and I'll say, you know, you don't need me for this. I am, yeah. you know, I'm here to open the door for you. Spirit always gives me the visual, uh, like when when something like that comes through. I always know when I'm like with uh, another person that feels like they could have untapped mediumistic kind of abilities. I feel it, and I'll feel like when that happens, I feel like uh, spirit guides me to like talk through my process as things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I always get at the end is like, uh, you know, you see like a parent, the kid is just learning without training wheels, and the parents like hold, pushing in the back, pushing on the back of the bike, and then eventually <clears throat> lets go, and you're on your own. Like, yeah. That's what I feel my job is in a way to empower others to get to the point where they feel that they can ride on their own. Yes. Um, Yeah. I, I guess part of it is just normalizing it. Mm -hmm. And then the self-awareness piece, just being self-aware of things. The evidence journal will help you Mm -hmm. decoding your dreams. Feeling seen. Your evidence journal is you seeing yourself Yes. And calling in your tribe and calling in people is feeling seen by other people. And it's like validation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I always say like this is everything about my work for me personally is about intention. Intention is like my favorite word. You just set your intention. This is what I intend to do. This is what I'm intending to connect with. I say that like I don't anymore, but in the beginning, you know, when I was worried about possible like other energies, Mm. to be honest, I've never connected to anything sinister. It's not to say it doesn't exist, but it's not part of my world. And it's likely because I set the intention that I only want things in the highest good. Yeah. And that's just me setting an intention. So I think there's there's a lot of um, power in you know, intention in the power of thought. And so, you know, like we've all heard like fake it till you make it. It's probably not the best analogy, but in some ways it makes sense. Like just, just do it. Just believe what you're hearing until one day you actually, you know, you have enough evidence that you're not questioning those things anymore. Like Mm -hmm. you begin to believe it because it's a part of your reality. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I think that's our theme. Just do it. Tips and tricks. <laughs> Just do it. Just tips do it. And, tips and tricks. I mean, I very similar to what Amy said. Like, that's how I started out was – Amy calls it an evidence journal. I mean, that's basically what it was. I just was – I was um, – for me, meditation really helped to get me mm-hmm. to that little in-between space with spirit. And I would listen to music. It doesn't just have to be, you know, Mozart or whatever. It can be whatever gets you to that space. And I would meditate and then I would write things down. Everything that was just coming to my head, right? Because that's how mediumship works is it's all first thought that comes to us. We give it 
even if it doesn't make sense to us, we give it anyways, because it's more likely going to make sense to the sitter. And I was writing all these things like very, you know, names. I, I remember I wrote down the name Jasper and I dated a Jasper years later. You know, mm-hmm. I'd go back because I did this for a while. I would go back to my journal. I'd be like, oh, my God, that's weird. <laughs> right. So I think you never yeah. know what what you what you find. And, and um, if you feel drawn to exploring this, explore it. And I think the more you immerse yourself into it, things are just mm-hmm. going to open up to you. Um, And Amy, I also just have to mention this because as you were talking and I don't know, but sometimes it happens where we chat and things either will fly like, or I'll see orbs fly by Amy or like computer stuff will happen. My computer just flashed really quickly, like a bright light. It was weird and it's never happened before. Uh, as you were talking, Amy, and I don't know if you saw me make a face, but it wasn't because you were talking. It was because the computer just did something weird, like making a flash on the screen. Every time I talk to a medium or a person who is really highly sensitive or in touch, weird stuff happens. Weird stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was pretty cool. That is so My computer's never done that. Like, uh, literally just a flash. Yeah. Do you guys, speaking of that, do you guys find that you affect electronics sometimes? Yes. Well, me too. I think that's a part of energy. I think Aaron just did. (laughs) I know. I know. I just, because my, it's a running joke with my husband because he's always like, no new electronic, nothing. (laughs) Because I just, like, there's, for for instance, he, he, he's given me like two different Apple watches over the, over the years. He gave me one and it, it just stopped working. And then I got another one and it just stops working. It just, it just loses it. It like, it runs out of charge really quickly is what I mean. So I'll fully charge it, put it on. And then it's like, it lasts like four hours or something. And then he's like, this is crazy. So he wore my watch for like, I don't know, two days on the same charge. And he's like, what, what's happening? Like, why are you zapping the power? And I can wear it for two days on the same charge. Like, what kind of witchy stuff is this? I'm like, I don't know. But like, I'll just stuff will happen. The TV will stop working. The computer will short out. Crazy stuff happens around me. I know. I get in my head sometimes where I'm like, is this like a message for me to get off the screen, or this is a way for me? Or I don't- <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's just a. It doesn't have to be that. It could just be like a. Hey, hey, you're that's energy sensitive. Hey, you're super powerful and you can like make yeah. stuff happen. Or like, hi, we're wow. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here. Here. <laughs> well, ladies, Hello. thank you so much for oh, coming no. here to Thank you, Brandy. This it was, was amazing. So good to have you. Yeah. It was amazing. And listen to our other podcast on Soul Rising as well. I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes to that. And quickly, how do people find you on your socials? And I'll also put those in the show notes. Yeah, Aaron. I'm uh, uh, sorry, I forgot for a second. I'm Soul Work. So that's Soul <laughs> W-R-K on Instagram. And you can also find me on Facebook as Erin Marie. And my website is emsoulworkwrk.com. You can find all that information there. Thank you. Amy? So I am the intuitive rising, kind of like all one word, the intuitive rising on Instagram, Facebook, and that's also my website, theintuitiverising.com. Cool. 
Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks you. for joining me. This was yeah. such a fun chat. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, for sure. Had fun. Thank you. We'll do it again. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>